Hallelujah. Something good is about to happen to you. You're about to listen to Fire for Today, your daily audio devotional by our dearly esteemed man of God, the Apostle Raphael Agadama, inspired by the Holy Spirit for your growth and victory. God bless you. My name is Raphael Agadama and I am nothing without the Holy Spirit. And on fire for today, I will be teaching and furtherance of our series, My Father, My Father. Let us pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you. Thank you because you are the Father of all spirits. That everyone under the sound of my voice come under the influence of your spirit. Shake them, shift them, and lift them onto new levels of victory by your Spirit. In Jesus' mighty name, Amen. My Father, my Father. In the previous episodes, I had already brought you into the understanding that spiritual parenthood, spiritual guardianship spiritual covering is one way that god helps to shorten the distance and shorten the suffering and helps a believer enter into their destiny quickly it is one way to it is one way to literally deliver a person from you know having to go through everything again it is easier to catch up quickly from somebody who has been there than to begin to dig your own systems again so spiritual parenthood is coming into other people's labor is accepting and realizing that there are people who have gone ahead of you and that God has blessed them and that the hand of God is upon them. So submission is a form of humility, agreeing that God has called other people before you, agreeing that where you are going to, some persons have been there before, even if not completely, but have an idea or have, by the hand of God has entered into that picture before. Thank you, Holy Spirit. So today we continue on this episode. You know, fatherhood will save you from unnecessary wilderness experiences. There are some experiences that are not necessary. You know, experience can be the best teacher, but not in every situation. In some situations, you need a teacher, somebody it is actual, actually that person's experience that can now be your own teacher instead of you experiencing the same thing again. Imagine experiencing something that somebody else has already experienced. It will be like a wasted effort. 
because why God took that person through that experience is beautiful. But if you learn from that person, you may not have to go through that terrible experience because it may be unnecessary for you. There's another thing you need to know. We saw in the story of the lost son, he was demanding for sustenance from his father. He was demanding to break free and be on his own. When you see spiritual fatherhood, spiritual covering, spiritual parentship as a prison, then you, you, you are actually having a wrong orientation. That was what the lost son saw. And he demanded from his father, he said, I want to be free. Give me everything that belongs to me. And his father gave him. By the time he left, everything he was given, he could not sustain it. When you begin to demand for that kind of, when it is not being led by the spirit, when there is actually no, no cogent reason, or when your spiritual parents are not the ones who are releasing you, then you may begin to leak away. Fatherhood is determined by spiritual birth. Who led you to Christ? I said that in the last episode. And, you know, literally, your ministerial birth also, who brought you into the ministry? Who raised you in the way of God? And, you know, fatherhood is unscripted. What I mean by fatherhood being unscripted is the fact that if you are around a spiritual guide, a spiritual mentor, a spiritual tutor who always just comes out when everything is fixed, when, you know, the salmon is ready, he's all dressed up, you only see him when he's on stage. You only see him firing and teaching time. It's like, it's always like a pre-arranged and already fixed interview whenever you're meeting him. It is not wrong in itself. But true spiritual parenthood should be unscripted. What that means is, it should flow. Like, his life should be an example. It should not be like a formal, a formal, that formality that exists in spiritual parenthood, it is not always too healthy. A spiritual child should be able to see his father, know his father, understand his father, even when his father is not literally in that official mode. It should be this relationship beyond the bounds of officiality. I, I hope I really can help you understand what I'm saying. That is, are there times when he just calls you and it's not scripted and you just talk and it is not like the geo of one minute she just called, you know. Like there is this connection, father and son, the way his son can just not in, in rudeness or arrogance, can just bump into his father and it was not prepared and it was just spontaneous, but things just flow out and you get out blessed. So who is not your spiritual father? 
to know your spiritual father, you need to know who your spiritual father is not. Number one, you need to be careful because your spiritual father may not be a popular pastor. Because I wonder why lots of people will run towards a popular minister and all the evangelists who are in Ibadan, in Oshogbo, in Ogbomosho, in the hinterlands preaching the gospel. You say God led you to that man of God who is on DSTV. The one who is in, uh, in a community where there is no railway and they fetch water from the stream. Yet he has mad, crazy healing and miracle working anointing. Why has God not led you to that man? Except your hearing God is based on your desires and based on your emotions. It's your spiritual father may not be a big minister in a booming ministry. Because many times, that is always the attraction. You need to check yourself, check your intent, check your motive. Because some people just stand up and say, this is my spiritual father. Are you sure that there's something, you didn't see something that aroused your, f- your flesh, that aroused the ambition inside of you, and you made that conclusion. Somebody who you just heard their message or read their book for the first time, you just begin to shout, this is my spiritual father. No. You need to be calming down. The fact that you admire somebody doesn't make that person your spiritual father. <laughs> Sometimes some people impose themselves on you. Self-imposed personalities are not your spiritual father. Somebody just see you and then begin to call my spiritual child after one meeting. After one meeting, suddenly the person begins to say my child, my son, my child, my son. And after two weeks, he says, since he's calling me my child, my son, me too, let me just accept. Maybe, no, it doesn't happen like that. You need to be careful because this is like submission is critical it is like putting your life into the hands of another man you don't just do it anyhow some people look at a wealthy pastor a wealthy preacher and say that's my spiritual father because you are looking for something to gain there <laughs> somebody looks for some people look for people who are influential globally say that's my spiritual father because so that uh, when you meet him, some, some change can fall out. What is your motive? Now, I will tell you 21 ways that you, you would know your father or know your spiritual parents. The first way is that he's the person who led you to Christ. That's one way. He's the person who leads you in the ministerial development. Somebody who, when you met him, your spiritual gift, your spiritual life, your spiritual ministry began to blossom you began to see increase you began to see wisdom for ministry wisdom for working with the lord wisdom for spiritual giftings wisdom for for you know for working in the in the anointing number three the person that puts the truth to you straight without coloration somebody that tells you this is what it is no kululu no kalala no hiding from you he's not afraid of you we tell you straight this thing you are doing is wrong. Or he will tell you straight, this is what it's supposed to be. Or he will tell you straight, ah, there's still lies, lies. That tendency of lies is still inside your, is still inside you. Check. There's a tendency that person could be your spiritual father. Number four, somebody who is ahead of you in ministry. 
somebody who is below you cannot be your spiritual father stop being it's not humility it's stupidity because the less is blessed of the greater you need somebody who is ahead of you not somebody that will be intimidated by your success intimidated by your gifting intimidated by your graces you need somebody who's ahead of you who has seen many things seen many battles that you have not even seen you need somebody somebody who you have access to this is very very important because lots of people have spiritual fathers you say this person is my mentor but you've never met them they are four continents away from you they are 7000 7000 kilometers away from you and you say it's my spiritual father it's my spiritual father when the chips are down will you be able to access that person do you even have the person's number? What kind of spiritual parenthood is that? Are you deceiving yourself or you understand what is actually going on? When Saul began to hunt for Samuel's life, Samuel knew the road to, I mean, for, for David's life. David knew the road to Samuel's house. When Saul brought out the javelin, it, David knew that, ah, my life is finishing hell. He knew the road to Samuel's house, his spiritual father. He, he didn't start calling on WhatsApp. He didn't start going on Facebook and typing all the comments, Papa, my life. No, he knew the road. It's his spiritual relationship, but it's not a long-distance relationship. <laughs> because grace can be caught. And it can also be taught. You need access to that person. So that you can catch the grace and also be taught. You need somebody who has an open lifestyle. Not somebody who you don't know jack about. Somebody who has an open lifestyle. Probably you can even go to his house. Probably you can even go to his office. You are not only just seeing him on TV. He has an open lifestyle. Number seven, somebody who can advise you with precept and experience. Romans chapter 3 verse 5. I would like us to look at that scripture. Romans, thank you Holy Spirit. Chapter 3 verse 5. Oh, shepherd of my soul. I give you full control. Wherever you may lead. I will go. I have made a choice to listen for your voice. Wherever you may lead, I will go. Romans chapter 3. I beg your pardon. Romans chapter 5, from verse 3 to 5. Romans 5, 3 to 5. The Bible says, there's more to come. We continue to shout our praise even when we are hemmed in with troubles because we know how troubles can develop passionate patience in us. And how that patience in turn forges the tempered steel of virtue, keeping us alert for whatever God will do next. In alert expectancy such as this, we are never left feeling shortchanged. Quite the contrary, we 
can't round up enough containers to hold everything that God generously pours into our lives through the Holy Spirit. We're going to look at the King James Version now. It says from verse 3, it says, And not only so, but we glory in tribulations also, knowing that tribulations worketh patience, and patience experience, and experience hope, and hope maketh not ashamed, because the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost which is given to us. Somebody who can advise you with precept and what? Experience. Look at it there. It said, and patience. Experience. Knowing that tribulation works at patience, and patience works experience, and experience will bring hope. So when somebody begins to speak to you from his experience, hope begins to rise from your inside. When somebody begins to speak to you from his experience, faith begins to rise from your inside. It's a beautiful thing to have somebody teach you from experience. It steers up faith. It steers up hope. You know you are not alone. Whatever the challenge was, once that, that experience is shared, you see lights. You see hope. You are encouraged. You say, this can be done. Shadabalabakaya. Glory to God. Glory to God. You need somebody that sends you to God. Somebody who is not always feeding you. When you come to him, he can tell you this thing that you are looking for. Go and do three days of, and three days dry fasting. Go and pray. Not somebody who you always come, he just tells you, Abracadabra, give you the answer, you are happy. You are going down. What it means is that you will not have a root in yourself. Thank you, Holy Spirit. You need somebody who inspires and charges you. Somebody who, when you listen to, your heart is on fire. Shakatapaya. You are inspired to do more. You are inspired to dare more things for God. You are inspired. You look at yourself and say, it can be done. It can be done. Glory to God. You need somebody who can lovingly rebuke you when you are wrong. Lovingly rebuke you. Not run you down and wash you down with words of condemnation and you begin to think about your life. No. Somebody who can lovingly rebuke you. The kuboko may be hot at first, but if you can be rounded up in love, that kind of person can be your spiritual father. I'm not talking about somebody who will pamper you and treat you like a foster parent who doesn't care about your future. No. Somebody who can correct you and rebuke you in love. You need somebody who has a proven lifestyle of integrity and credibility. Integrity and credibility. It's proven. It's proven. You need somebody who has a father's heart of love and grace. I've seen some of my children who misbehave. And I'll just be looking at them. And I'll pray for them. And I'll still reach out to them. Not because I cannot just say, oh yeah, get out, you are a lost, you are a bastard. No. But because I know I've also gone through a path. And by experience, I understand that children can misbehave. So that heart of love and grace is very important. You need somebody who brings out the divinity in you. When you are with that person, when you listen to his sermons, when you think about him, suddenly, inside of you, it's like, it's like explosion of fire is bursting out. The divinity inside of you is rising forth. You need somebody whose life shows you how yours can be like. 
somebody who when you look at his life ah you are glad you are you are you are hopeful that you are like ah when i grow up i want to be do you understand shut up alakaya you need somebody who does not spoil you or turn you to a liability every time sir i need this he gives you money sir i need this he gives you money sir i i uh, I don't know. I don't know. He's not helping you to build your faith. He's just feeding you. You'll become a liability soon. You need somebody that you love, honor without reservation. Somebody that you love and you honor without any reservation. No reservation at all. These things are key in your work with your spiritual parents. Why? Because love and honor. Honor. Is what you give. You have honor for that man, for that woman. It draws out. It's like a pipe you have plugged to that person. Honor keeps drawing from that person and putting to putting inside of you. The more you honor a person, the more the graces, the anointings, the powers of God, the power of God upon his life is is being poured on you. It works for you without any reservation. So you must. Submit to somebody who you love and you honor. Not somebody who is as if you are compelled. You are just doing it. You are just, ah, they are forcing me. No, it won't work for you. Somebody you love and you honor without reservation. So you let heaven come down. I love this man. They say, he did this. I love him. Kaparatia. You need somebody who can understand your divine timing and destiny. Not somebody who is just after his selfish own his own selfish gain, his own ministry, his own rising. So he does not know when it is time for you to be released. He does not know when it is time for you to start something. He does not know when it is time for you to travel somewhere. He does not know when it is time. Anything, anytime you come and something that you tell him has to do with your life, your personal um, progress, your personal advancement, he says no, 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 no. You need somebody who knows your timing. That can sit down with the calendar of heaven and hear you speak and say, mm, it's time for this now. Uh, it's not time for this now. Okay, you can do this now. Okay, let's pray about this now. Praise God. You need somebody who, whose support is a divine lift in your life. Once he supports you on anything, the, the thing works. It works. That's the person you need. You need somebody who, who's progression inspires you you see he's growing he's lifting the way he's rising it's inspiring you it's inspiring you not somebody who you look at and you are discouraged somebody you look at and you say mm, thank god there's god no somebody whose life is inspiring you shalabai kaparada you need somebody who allows you to go through what you should go through so that you can get to where you need to get to you need somebody who allows you to go through what you need to go through so you can get to where you need to get to. Not somebody who just keeps skipping all the steps and the stages for you. Later on, you will regret and you'll be angry with that person because that's not a spiritual father. That's a higher lane. You need somebody who is not intimidated by your gifting. Somebody who is not intimidated or afraid of your gifting. Like Saul. Saul was afraid of David. He was intimidated by David. When the woman began to sing, he pained Saul in his heart. He said, let's deal with this guy. 
where is he coming from who does he think he is he's just coming now he wants to rise above me no let's get him down you don't need that kind of person you need somebody who is not intimidated if you like be prophesying from morning to evening he knows he's your father he knows he's ahead of you he knows god has called him to bless you he knows his position in your life and he's not he's not he's not disturbed you understand me that's what i'm talking about that's the kind of person that you need as a spiritual father praise god i'll stop here our time is fast spent already and i'm trusting god that these words will bless your heart i'm trusting god that it would take you to a new level of understanding and it will help you in your decisions and in your work with the lord in the name of the lord jesus i bless you with the blessings of god go in peace be strong work exploits let the power of god be strong upon your life let the anointing of god's spirit raise you and cause you to be all that god wants you to become in the name of jesus christ i bless you santa you step out with glory you step out in fire you step out in wisdom it's your big season you are coming out strong big things are happening for you big things are happening around you big things are happening through you big things are happening in you and big things are happening around you in jesus mighty name amen god bless you my name is rafael agadama and i am nothing without the holy spirit remember do not be afraid only just believe You've been listening to the Apostle Raphael Agadama and Fire for Today. We believe that something good has indeed happened to you. For inquiries, please contact us on plus 234-813-543-6165 or send us an email at fireforttoday at yahoo.com. Fire for Today provoking spontaneous spiritual revival.